It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. Welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined. This is going to be an interesting conversation today. When we always think about the hospitality industry, so much of it goes back to being about people. And it's not only uh, our guests and the people that are coming to our establishments, but it is also very much the people that work and make up the fabric of our different and respective companies. And we're going to get into a really interesting conversation today. Uh, Today's guest, I've got Julie Farnsworth, who is the Senior Vice President of People and Culture at Crescent Hotels. So um, really looking forward to speaking with her. But again, we're going to do this deep dive And well, without further ado, why don't we go ahead and bring on Julie? So Julie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Yeah, I I am too, because I, first of all, I love your title, (laughs) you know, because it it is, it's so important. We're going to dive into that as well too, but I mean, it is so important. It's so much a part of like what we do in the hospitality industry, as I was just, you know, kind of saying that, but I mean, really it's, it's you're in this exciting position where you're kind of getting to help lead people and create environments where employees want to work. And that is such a wonderful place to be in. And, and you're kind of on the front lines of it in that you are seeing what employees and associates are wanting. And maybe there are changes that have been happening all along the way. But before we get into all of that, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your background and how you actually got into hospitality. So do you mind sharing yeah. about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, from a very young age, I always knew that I wanted to work in this industry. And, you know, when I was a young girl, I used to play hotel. Really? Our, yeah, yeah. My sister and I, she'd stand upstairs. I'd yell down through the floor grate. You know, I needed room service or, you know, and, and we had our great grandfather's desk and we would check in there. So I always had this idea that I wanted to work in, in this industry. But, you know, I actually started in food and beverage is where I started. My first job was I, I was a cook at a summer camp. Wow. On Lake Huron in Ontario. No way. And I worked at that camp for three summers. And I, I don't know if I could say, you know, the die was cast at that point because I just loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And I went to university and took a, a hospitality program. Uh, I have a Bachelor of Commerce degree in with a hotel and food administration major. And I started in food and beverage. I was managing restaurants. and But I always loved the people side of it. Y- you know, when I was working with a team in a restaurant, the rest of the management team would say, oh, if you got people issues, go talk to Julie. She'll take care of that. She'll take care of that. It's like they pushed it off to me, but I was happy. Uh, Just bring it on, bring it on. Yeah. But then it really tweaked for me. I thought, gosh, you know, I really love the people side of the business. So I looked into going back to school and getting an HR education. So Mm -hmm. I uh, took night classes. Wow. And worked on my day and went to school on my days off while I was working full time as a restaurant manager. So back in the day, I was doing 50, 60 hours a week and then and then going to school, got my HR education and had an opportunity 
to work in human resources as an HR coordinator. Wow. Um, so I left my management job running a restaurant and thought, well, I've got to start at, at the ground level and with, you know, someone who I consider one of the best of the best in the HR industry. And I moved from Vancouver, British Columbia to St. John, New Brunswick. Wow. Uh, with two suitcases and started working in HR. Now, here's a really cool thing about this, Sarah. Hmm. We actually manage the hotel that I started my HR career in, which is Delta St. John in St. John, New Brunswick. No way. So when I joined Crescent, I had the honor and privilege of going back to Delta St. John and some of the associates are still there that were there when, well, I don't want to date myself. No, no, we don't need in, to say dates. Um, but yeah, In the 90s. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, you know, they've been there for almost some of them over 40 years. Wow. Um, you know, and it, it's it's so special to me that we manage that hotel. And me in this role, when I started as an HR coordinator there, yeah. it, it, it's really it's really quite special. And that's one of the beauties of this industry as it well. It is. Right? It it's absolutely so fast, is. but it's so small. It totally. And and the, how often do so many of us can say that like we have these full circle moments where, you know, you're either like, you mean, I've had a moment where it's like I used to work at a property in one capacity and I've come back and I'm working with it in a very, in a different way. But again, it's or, or crossing paths with individuals as well, too, that like maybe you worked with somebody when you were first starting and they were mentoring you. And then yeah. now you're somewhere else at a completely different place and a completely different property as well too so it is pretty special yeah when you, and when you i mean people along the way they leave an imprint on your life right yeah, and absolutely. um you know and, and so that's really important and 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 really special about our industry and and so i you know i say that that you know the rest is kind of history at that point i i stayed in the hotel space and you know worked for large international hotel management companies and uh, joined Crescent in 2021. So I haven't been with Crescent very long, but uh, it's one of the best decisions I've uh, made in my career and, uh, and really excited to be leading an amazing team of HR or people and culture professionals in, uh, in Crescent in North America. Well, and I also think you also, you joined at a really unique time as well, too. Uh, you know, I mean, this, it's like the whole, the whole state of the industry has changed so much just in recent years. And yes, there have been challenges, but like through those challenges, also exciting changes can happen. For those that might be tuning in and maybe they might not be as familiar with the uh, Crescent Hotels and Resorts, just like the properties and the portfolio, could you give us like a quick intro on the company for those that might not be aware? And, mm -hmm. and maybe what makes your properties unique because you have them all over. Yes. Yeah, sure. So Crescent is a North American hotel management company. So, you know, in, in hotel speak, we're a third party operator. So a third party management company, and we have over a hundred hotels in our portfolio in North America, uh, in the U S and in Canada. So our company was founded in 2001 by our, uh, our leader, Michael George. He's our CEO of, uh, of Crescent. And I, I guess I would say what makes our, our portfolio so unique is the diversity within it. You know, we have 
lifestyle hotels, boutique hotels, full service hotels, you know, as we call them premium focus service hotels, others might call them select service, we call them premium focus service hotels, we have that complexity within the mix in our company. And I would say that probably is, is a real distinction for us, we have private or white label hotels, as well as, you know, internationally branded hotels. So, you know, there's something for everyone in our portfolio, which which really is quite unique. We run urban center hotels. We offer resort environments. You know, we have this amazing resort in and, and I don't want to call out just one, but, you know, Hilton, uh, Phoenix at the peak mm-hmm. and they have like a lazy river and, oh. um, you know, like all kind of fun stuff like that. Yeah. So we operate in over 15 states and it, there's probably more than that. But when I started to go and count them through, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm up to at least 15 here. Yes. And then we're in five provinces in Canada as well. Oh, wow. So. We also have a a really interesting arm of our business Uh is our Crescent Restaurant Group. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, the days of of hotel restaurants being sort of that necessary evil where, you know, you always have to serve breakfast and all of that sort of thing, right? Well, you know, dining has taken on a a very different life of its own. And and we have an extremely passionate and dedicated and creative food and beverage team that run our Crescent Restaurant Group. And we've got some of the best restaurants that hotels have ever seen. Well, and that's so exciting because, again, it's like it is it is so much a of the travel experience and they Mm -hmm. can, when done well, they really go hand in hand. Absolutely. So they can certainly like enhance the whole guest experience. So that, that's amazing. And then, so, okay. So I want to, I'd love to talk a little bit more about your role and like what you're sort of seeing again, you know, yes, it might be newer to this particular role at, you know, at Crescent hotels and resorts, but again, this is a very unique time. So, you know, your role, senior vice president of people and culture, highly focused on employees. What are, what are some of like the main goals that maybe you've set for yourself or, or maybe even like the company has regarding employees or associates? Mm -hmm. You know, you really nailed it when you said, you know, these are very interesting times and, and, you know, the past three years have been really difficult for the hospitality industry. And, and so, you know, it's really taught us a number of things. It's taught us that individuals need support, they need growth, they need to be nurtured. And, and we've also seen immense loyalty to this industry, unlike no other. And, you know, and, and I don't want to look in the rearview mirror and talk about that. I want to talk no, about no, the future we'll because forward. I think we're all kind of tired of it, right? We but, are, definitely. You know, our people and culture team came together a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I have a team of about 13 people on the team, and and we were going to talk about what are our priorities for the next one to two years. I kind of had some ideas on my own, but I wanted to hear from them because ultimately they're the ones who have to you know, really take this out and and deliver that to to all of our, you know, 100 plus hotels. And, and, and a lot of the same things that I was thinking and where I was going with came out from them. And, you know, and, and what we're leaning into is, is that we, we really have some work to do in the leadership development side of things. So, you know, and, and that retention of talent is critical for us. And, you know, you'll hear the war on talent, the tug of war, the great resignation, all of those things. But I like to look at it more positively. Okay, well, how do we retain the individuals who we have and what resources can we provide to them to let them be the best that they can be 
for themselves and for Crescent, and and that just builds that loyalty, you know. And obviously, the 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 well being piece is is critical. And now more than ever, it, that that mental wellness piece is is critical to support because people are juggling so many different things, and and that's you know. So those are some of the the key priorities. Our associates truly are the shining stars of everything that we do. I mean, we couldn't do what we do without them. And so we want to make sure that they have this immense sense of belonging, that they know that we care about them and that they, you know, what we like to say is that they shine bright. They have an opportunity to shine bright in their career. So, you know, the leadership development, the retention piece and the mental well-being piece are, are our key priorities looking to the next sort of year, 18 months to two years. And, and it makes sense too, you know, I mean, when you, when you think about it and, and it's, I mean, really here's the thing in, in any industry, you know, whatever your job is, where you go and you spend that, that ends up being your work family, your work environment. You were spending a lot of your time there. And especially as we all know in the hospitality industry where it's a 24-hour business. And so people are working at unusual hours, be it overnight, late nights, weekends, holidays. And so that sort of that culture and how people feel is so important now more than ever because people are spending that time there. And so they they want to feel good about it. They want to be excited to go there. And I mean, you touched on so many things again, that they, they can feel like they're kind of like growing, but, um, so wanted to actually kind of like, add, cause this is interesting considering the portfolio that you all have, you do have, you know, properties in the U S as well as Canada. And, you know, we touched a bit on this in general, this is an industry wide thing. A, pr- a challenge is the, the challenge in recruiting talent right now. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You could be, you could be in India, you could be in Germany, you could be in Canada, US, Mexico. I mean, there are some challenges. So have you been seeing the same and is it the same in the US and Canada since you kind of Mm -hmm. do have your finger on the pulse in regards to that? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely at the forefront of one of the largest challenges that we have without yeah. question. Um, I honestly don't think any of us could have predicted no. <laughs> that no. we would be in this state. And, you know, we our industry was hit really hard with the mm-hmm. pandemic and, and we're seeing travel now come back so rapidly. Yes. And, and how do we respond to that and make sure that our guests are well taken care of and, and expectations are exceeded, not not met? You know, we, we are seeing the same in both Canada and the U.S. It is uh, it is not specific to one geographic location, as you yeah. articulated. And is it a bit different in different pockets? I'm going to say maybe, yeah. but not yeah. so yeah. much that <laughs> we could say, oh, well, you know, we're OK in Florida or, you know, Texas, we don't have a problem or California or, you know, Edmonton, Alberta. We all sort of they all have their own distinct challenges, but it's really prompted us to think a little bit differently about talent acquisition. And, you know, I'll say historically, we, it was an attractive, you know, we could post positions and, you know, candidates would come to us. Now we need to go out and we need to build relationships in the community. And we need to look in very different ways at what, you know, we're, we, what is considered acceptable experience. And, and in a lot of cases, you know, I was talking with a, with an operations leader and he said, Julie, if someone has a service attitude and, and has that sort of service forward approach and mindset, I can teach them anything. And, you know, I subscribe to that. 
you know, and I've always said to people when I would conduct orientations and I say, look, we can teach you how to make a martini. We can teach you how to make a bed. We can even teach you how to cook a perfect steak. But if you don't have hospitality in your heart, then we've got nothing. And that's what makes great service. And so we need to look at it, you know, a little bit differently. And, and I think maybe we were spoiled a little bit where yeah. we, we had, you know, we had two positions available and we had a hundred applicants. Now it's, you know, we have a hundred positions available and we have two applicants. Mm-hmm. And so how do you take that market share and make sure that, you know, they want though those two applicants and, and that's an exaggeration of course, yeah, of course, but, of course. You know, how what brings them to us and what are we going to give them we're seeing a lot of gig workers yeah in hospitality interesting um, there are companies that are kickstarter companies that have started up who are just like taking it on by storm in the u.s with gig workers because it gives control to the associate the the associate it's, it's in their hands and, you know, and, and I'm seeing and, and we're hearing that job seekers are asking very different questions. Oh, um, OK. What are what are like, what are you the know, different... they, they're they're asking about company culture. They're asking mm-hmm. about our DEI initiatives. They're asking about companies, values and ethics. And do they align with mine? What what are your corporate social responsibility goals? Like we're wow. hearing those sorts of questions because individuals in my mind are looking for a deeper connection. And if they're going to make a choice, it's going to be one that aligns with what they believe in. 100%. 100%. So that, and that's really interesting. And that's a great point because we are seeing this deeper shift and it's more than just a job. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people are looking at it as a career and, and that kind of, you know, brings me to this sort of next question. Like, you know, as far as like creating environments where it really promotes this sort of upward professional growth. I mean, that's a, huge factor in inspiring, which is big, but then also retaining employees. How are you all maybe focusing on that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, obviously building our bench, as we say, our Ooh, own bench of talent is, is critical for us. And, you know, I don't want someone going down the street to work at another hotel or another hotel company. I want, I want the associate to feel like this is their forever job. And regardless of, of, you know, what role they stay in, you know, they might start as a housekeeper and, and have aspirations to move into something else. They, they might start as a general manager and have aspirations to be a VP of operations. So, you know, how do we get them there and how do we build that bench of, of talent? One thing that's a focus for us is succession planning and really taking a look at our talent within Mm -hmm. our company and talking about their performance, talking about their potential, who's in the wings, who's ready to fill that that vacancy. You know, these sorts of things are, are critical. And I think it's important that you're transparent about those conversations and say, look, here's your career path. And here, if you know, here's here's how we're going to help to get you there. But I'm also a firm believer that people are the architects of their own careers as well right? Nobody, nobody told me I had to go to school. I did that myself. I worked, I volunteered at an HR office and, and to get that exposure and that experience. So it's, it's a little bit of both, you know, we always want to promote from within, you know, I have this aspirational goal that I'm never filling any positions from outside the company. 
Yeah. It's a lofty goal. It is a lofty goal, but but it's admirable. It it is. And and I think if you don't have aspirational goals, then you're you don't have anything to reach for. So, you know, we offer some educational assistance to our associates and it doesn't have to be hotel specific or restaurant related. You know, let's say we have an associate who is interested in some education that you know, is is more administratively minded, it doesn't mean that they're going to leave the company. If, if nothing else, it probably builds greater, greater loyalty. 100%. Um, you know, we've, we've got a great team who we actually just ahead of my chat with you, I was on a, a call where we're launching um, this internal system called Crescent Impact Team. And our impact team is is our task force team. And you, you know, who do we have in our family within Crescent who can go to other hotels and help out if they have a need? And we are expanding this to, you know, all 8,500 plus associates have the opportunity to be on this roster to go and help support other hotels that are in need. I mean, this is a huge development opportunity for individuals. Yes, it is. And, and so we're really proud of that. It's, it's a great initiative and we know we have great talent out there and this is just another way for them to continue to, to keep the, that spark alive within them and learn new things and also share what they know. Yeah. Also- oh, absolutely. And again, so, I mean, it's so much more than, than just professional growth, but again, it's having that conversation. And I love that you say that because I know I can speak definitely for myself having worked in, in several hotel properties. And the one that I ended up staying at the longest, uh, when I first started had a very open, candid conversation with the general manager. And he was like, I want to know what's the trajectory that you want to go on. And it's not to be weird. It's not to under, you know, like in case in point, living in Los Angeles, you know, a lot of people just need a job as like a, a side job. And they, and it's like, okay, can we be flexible with your schedule if you're flexible with us? Or do you want to go the hotelier route? And then if that's the case, then we'll put you on the fast track to kind of move you up. And that just set the tone for something that was so completely different. And I think, you know, I, it sounds like that's obviously what you all are doing is having these conversations, you know, with your employees and your associates to see, okay, where do you want to go and how can we help create that career path for you or give you those opportunities? So I think, again, as you mentioned, that brings huge loyalty. What do you, you mentioned this a little bit ago, but I want to dive into it a little bit more. This sort of like concept of like employee trends. Do you feel as though what employees and associates are evaluating in, or val, are valuing in the workplace have changed in recent years? Yeah, 100% they have. I think they value a sense of belonging. I think they value being heard, having a voice. You know, when I started in this, when I started in this industry, you know, you listen to your manager and your manager gave the direction and, you know, you kind of just meetings were sometimes one-sided, but now there's, there's this level of collaboration that, that happens. Some of the best ideas come from our associates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're the ones doing the work. Yeah. Um, and, and they're the ones that are hearing what the guests have to say. And, you know, I think the deep connections that they're craving in their work environment, you know, the reality is we, we all spend a lot of time at work. And so, you know, that, that 
connection is important. You know, one thing that I am seeing is is this authenticity piece as well that that associates and are looking for authenticity. They they want to see that the company is doing what they say they do. It's not just, you know, lip service, if you will. They need to be able to bring their true self to work each and every day. And they're not being asked to be something or act in a way that is uncomfortable for them. Associates value trust. They value that they're a part of decisions that impact them, that they trust their leader, their leaders have their back, that we trust them. All of those things are not anything new, but I think they are definitely valued more today than maybe they were previously. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that, again, it makes so much more, it makes sense. I mean, it's knowing we're, we are in a completely different, the social climate has changed across the board, you know, not necessarily just in the industry, but just, you know, with new generations and understanding we're, we're in this interesting time, which we hadn't even really touched on, is that the multi-generations that are in the workforce as well, too, and how they're working together. And they also have different motivations because- it's a different outlooks on life and what resonates with them as well. So, I mean, I think it's a, a, a exciting time because it's like, again, out of any sort of challenges, that's when we're forced to really look at things differently and make those changes where, you know, maybe we needed to do that a while ago, but we're able to provide something that's so much more fulfilling and look at things differently. And, and I, I think that's ultimately a good thing. And I think people are more open to learning from one another. You know, you know, as you said, these multi-generational workplaces now, you know, they really are leaning into, oh my gosh, like you've really lived and, and tell me how you would handle this. And, you know, we see it where, where we've got individuals who are maybe in their 20s working alongside someone who's in their 50s or 60s and, and they're learning from one another. Right. Like you you see people trying to help each other figure out a cell phone or, you know, technology. It's really kind of cool. It's really I mean, I know I can even speak again to my to myself on on this and sorry to bring it up again. But again, it's I remember when I was going to I started my hospitality career while I was going to college. And one of my main reasons was was because I wanted to be around different individuals. I knew that in school, I would be around a lot of kids that are all my age. Fine. And that was what it was. But I was like, I want to work with people of all ages, of all backgrounds, of, of, you know, maybe even culturally different as well, too. And so we, we are in this exciting time. That, I mean, you've always been able to have that. But I think now more than ever, we're, we're really seeing all the la- mm-hmm. layers mm-hmm. of generations of the workforce. You know, I read an article over the weekend where this, this woman gave up her career as a pharmacist mm. to become a craft brewer because wow. she just realized that she wasn't doing her passion. She wasn't working in a passionate space. And, you know, it was not her calling to be a pharmacist. And so she shifted gears and found, you know, and tapped into, you know, her authentic self. And and I give you that example, because I think we see that in in a number of, of different areas. And, and even in the hospital, you know, within our industry as well, we see that where, you know, I once worked with a, a gentleman who worked as a door person in a resort where I was the HR director. And this man was not a word of a lie, Sarah. He, he was a millionaire. Really? Yes. 
self-made millionaire, but the most down to earth guy. And I said, why, why are you doing this job? He said, because yeah. I just love connecting with people. And wow. he said, I retired from my business and you know, this is, this is the best job I've ever had. But those are the sorts of connections that, I mean, you just cannot bottle that stuff. Right. No. And that is what fuels me every single day in this industry is stories mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. he just was bringing his true self to work every day. That just shows you what a wonderful space that we get to work in is that you do have people of all different backgrounds, whether it's, you know, they're in their second chapter of their career in their life or the third or whatever that is. And, and everybody is able to contribute and bring their own value with that. So, uh, love this. I want to ask this question because I ask this to everybody. Um, and because everyone has a little bit of a different, different sort of take on it, considering just like the current shifts, not only in travelers mindsets, goals, also what you're seeing, you know, through your, your role at Crescent Hotels and Resorts, how do you see travel being redefined? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I see safety being a huge factor now. I mean, everybody always wanted to travel safely, but I think safety means something very different now. You know, I think they want to feel safe both psychologically and and physically. Uh, And people want to feel that they're staying somewhere where they're not going to get sick. That I mean, our world got turned upside down. There were differences of opinion and differences of, you know, what, what was going on in our world for the past three years. So, you know, I think there's, we've had to respond and react to that in, in very different ways. I, I do think travelers are a lot more uh, discerning and selective on where they spend their travel dollars. You know, we've got business travelers that, you know, companies, well, while that may be funded by a company, they still want to ensure that it is that we're driving value for, for that. And I, I think they are more selective. They, they want to stay places, maybe potentially where there's not large crowds anymore because individual, and I think we have to be, you know, sort of unapologetic about that. If, if individuals are, are saying, look, I'd, if, if I don't need to travel, then, then I'd prefer not to. Um, I think, you know, they're, they're very committed to ensuring that we, that a traveler gets great, great service, maybe because they, you know, I know myself when I look at how, how I am, when I travel, I'm definitely more patient, although I've never been impatient with travel, but I definitely have a lot more empathy Mm -hmm. for what individuals are going through, especially on airlines. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously I work in the hospitality space, but you know, I, I now make a point of thanking the pilot and the flight attendant when I'm getting off a plane. And I never all, I wouldn't say I consistently did that, but you know, I just think that there's Every, travel means something different to everybody. And, you know, if they're on vacation that, you know, an individual is is feeling, gosh, I haven't been able to do this for a couple of years. And so I'm, I'm this is a significant investment for me. So 100%. I want it to be super special and, you know, how, and, and we want to make sure in our side of the business that it is super special for those, for those individuals as well. You know, people are valuing their time and their experiences more than ever before. And obviously having that 
chance of necessarily maybe not being able to do things as freely or as comfortably. And so they, they're excited to get back out there. And the, but again, it's like everybody's got a different approach to it as well. And this is what I love about our industry is there's no one way there's no one way to ha have a travel experience. There's no one way to have a hospitality experience. Like each property is so unique and cool and depends on the demographic, the destination and how it's able to tie in the local community. I mean, that's really what's driving people is that, that taste of something a little bit different, whether it's completely across the country or whether it's a staycation. So it is this exciting time, but well, this, I mean, I could talk to you forever about everything that you're working on, but want to be mindful of the time, but just, you know, before we wrap up, what, what's maybe next for your properties or like, what should we be on the lookout for, you know, for those of us that kind of want to, you know, just keep our finger on the pulse of things, all, all things, Crescent hotels and resorts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd say continued growth yeah. is, uh, is, is key for us. And, you know, so, so that's exciting for us and, and bringing on really, you know, these like lifestyle boutique hotels as well and, and full service continuing to keep that diverse portfolio that we have. So exciting times and, you know, in some great locations as well, which is, which is really fun. Exceptional service from our associates each and every day. They are truly a team of passionate hospitality professionals. I mean, gosh, I'm amazed each and every day. And, you know, as I mentioned, when we started our conversation, our Crescent Restaurant Group, I mean, this elevated food and beverage experience is, is really something to be on the lookout for with, with us in Crescent when you come to one of our hotels. Yeah, I would say no. those are our top three. That's amazing and exciting as well, too. So I love that. Love this. Well, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I love everything that you are working on. And again, it's it's all about fostering and giving back to the people that that make our industry what it is. And, and there's so many ways that you can do it. So again, thank you for letting us get like a little peek into your world and, <laughs> and see what you're doing and hopefully inspire ourselves uh, because as unique and different as maybe each of our respective properties might be, there's a lot of similarities uh, yes. because it, it comes back down to the human element. Um, it doesn't really matter where you are, but the, you know, we as humans have, have the same, same things that drive us. So this was such a wonderful conversation, but so thank you so much, Julie. I really thank appreciate you, Sarah. it. Thank you, Sarah. This is wonderful. Well, for everyone that has been tuning in, be sure to check out all the details in the show notes to find out more about Julie. You can connect with her probably on LinkedIn as well as uh, Crescent Hotels and Resorts. All of that, all those details will be shared there and stay tuned uh, for next week as we'll uh, have another exciting episode. So thank you all. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling.